Hi everyone and welcome to Be True, my podcast about the writing I love and the writing I do. Uh, just just one more thing, I, uh, I promise uh, just, uh, I promise I won't rhyme the whole time. <laughs> it's Peter Falk as Columbo <laughs> and I'm John Tessitore and today an excerpt from Mazda Marimba, a longer poem published in my chapbook, Parchment, a prayer quintet. You can find Parchment and all of my work at johntessitore.com. So, I went home a couple of weeks ago, back to the town where I grew up. The visit lasted just a couple of hours, all told, but I did the whole wistful, sad sack, middle-aged man thing. (laughs) I drove past the old house, past the old school, past the parking lots where my friends drank heavily while I tried and failed to meet girls. Cue the mid-tempo Springsteen now. Who's eight years old, running with... (laughs) In a social media post written that night, after cruising my old streets, I described how I felt like I was carrying the years on my back like a turtle shell. A heavy weight, and also a protection of some kind, or a callus. As if the more recent past was now my protection against the deeper past. I'm not sure if that makes sense. It was just a feeling I had. Maybe what I meant is that I felt how the years had pushed me around a little since I left that town, scraped and bruised me, but also gave me a tougher skin than I had when I lived there. Now, that's not saying much. When I lived there, my skin was pretty thin. It wasn't much of a skin at all, in fact, more like a costume, or even better, a movie screen. I was a walking movie screen, a creature of projections, my own projections, my family's projections, even my friends' projections. For a variety of reasons, some good and some bad, I'd figured out how to be exactly what everyone needed to see. At least I thought that's what I was doing. And at least I thought that was me. Which is not really that uncommon. I'm sure we all feel this way once in a while, especially in our youth. But in hindsight, I think that's why I was feeling the turtle shell weight as I drove through town. Because I'm not a projection anymore. I'm a slow, <laughs> lumbering, middle-aged man who isn't as quick to shapeshift as he once was. And more to the point, I don't want to shapeshift anymore. In that sense, the turtle shell is a positive thing, part experience and part sluggish tortoise defiance. Here I am, folks. I'm just me now. Take me or leave me. So, the poem. (laughs) So far, this has been a very strange introduction to a poem from Parchment, but bear with me because Parchment is one of the strangest things I've ever written. It's a secular prayer of sorts, a prayer for political, cultural, social renewal, a fever dream of references, and ultimately a very American poem, drawing on a tradition of subversive American literary and artistic voices with Woody Guthrie and John Steinbeck and Harry Parch somewhere near the center. But it's a weird thing to do, to write a prayer. You can't help but be very self-conscious when you're doing something so grandiose. And that's why an undercurrent of doubt runs through the book. Lots of places where the poet, me, wonders if he has any authority at all to write a new prayer. Or even a right to voice an opinion about weighty matters. As I read it now, Parchment has a surprising number of who-the-hell-am-I moments. Self-conscious moments. Maybe even adolescent moments. And one of those self-conscious moments concludes the entire book. Only now, 
In my 40s, have I learned to love the eyeball kid? The freak show kink transcendental. Only now, in middle age, do I tie an ugly bow around a phrase after failing to shed my clothes for so long. My aluminum siding, my nylon curtain, tessitori the Teflon Don. Who could afford to be the enemy of such definition? But here I stand alone now, in my liquid reflection. Release me, release me, release me into the great and various world. Our window of opportunity closes steadily. I'm amazed by that ending, to tell you the truth. Not because of its literary brilliance, that's for someone else to say but because it exists at all. As I say, Parchment is not really an autobiographical poem, let alone a personal one. Its interests are spiritual and political, social, even in its abstractions. There's not much room for mommy and daddy in this one. But then we have this ending, published a long time ago, but coming back to me now in a new way since my trip home. The usual arcane references are all there. Eyeball Kid, which refers to a song on my favorite Tom Waits album, as well as to Ralph Waldo Emerson's famous philosophical metaphor, the transparent eyeball, or the Teflon Don, a reference to the New York mobster butcher John Gotti, who was a feared New York figure in my youth and was called the Teflon Don because, for the longest times, his crimes didn't stick to him, or the aluminum siding and nylon curtains of Long Island's post-war suburbs where I grew up, evoking for me Billy Joel's album on that theme, called The Nylon Curtain. On a different episode of this podcast, at a different time, I might have focused on those references and formed my essay around them. But after driving through my hometown last week, weighed down by the turtle shell of the years since I lived there, but free from that movie screen feeling as well, it's the last lines that strike me. Release me, release me, release me into the great and various world. Our window of opportunity closes steadily. When I wrote those lines a couple of years ago, I was thinking about trying to save American democracy, about mustering the courage to write my way into a new future for a culture that seemed, and still seems, bankrupt. They were lines of urgency and emergency. But today, I see them as part of a natural evolution. Having just returned from my hometown, I see them as an attempt to reclaim my life as a writer and as a person for myself. Not my projections, not my family's projections, not my friends' projections, not images on a movie screen called John Tessitore, but me, my reality, in real life. To stand alone in my liquid reflection. Maybe it's odd that a politically charged book like Parchment should end with such a rallying cry, in which Poet John encourages Person John to get out there and get dirty, finally, while there's still time. But maybe that's the root of all politics anyway, and of all progress. To shed your clothes, embrace the freak show kink transcendental inside, and get to work as only you can. In whatever way you may be freaky, or kinky, or transcendental. Or at least to wear the turtle shell as lightly as possible if you can't shed it entirely. It's always better, freer, more honest, to be naked. But when in doubt, lighter is okay too. I'll take lighter if I have to. And so, in the hope that you find just enough confidence in yourself to run naked once in a while, 
or at least as naked as possible, especially through the streets of your hometown. This is John Tessitore concluding another installment of Be True. If you've listened this long, thank you. You can find more about my work at johntessitore.com. But first, give Emerson's nature a try. It's his most famous essay and maybe the most influential essay by an American philosopher ever. That's where you can read more about the transparent eyeball. And if you don't like nature, maybe you'll like Eyeball Kid by Tom Waits from his wonderful record, Mule Variations. It's a harrowing junkyard racket of a song. You can holler and grunt to your heart's content and always fit right in. Special thanks to me for today's theme music, which I call B Chord. Maybe we'll talk again. And if you enjoyed this little podcast, leave some stars or a review and tell your friends. In the meantime, I gotta feed the dog. So, uh, all right, all right, Luna, I'm, 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 I'm coming.